On this episode of the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast, we're talking freezes. What do they mean? Why are they so damaging? And what can we do to protect our plants? If you're dreaming of a white Christmas this year, you might just get what you're asking for. Let's dig in. Hey Zone 9 Gardener, did you know that where you live, you can grow gorgeous vegetables year round? In the Wild Child Garden, we harvest 52 weeks a year. There's no need for cover crops, never a time where we can't plant something, and there's always room to add beauty to our garden space. I'm going to inspire you to turn your garden into a wild child garden right here on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're digging into freezes. And if you are unfamiliar with frost and freezes and the differences between the two, go back and check out episode five, where we dig into frost and freezes. And I really help you understand what each is and what the difference is between the two of them. Today, we're really digging into why a freeze event is such a big deal inside of the garden. If you have not been paying attention to the weather, um, when this is recording is being released, we have about a four-day freeze event headed our way here in South Louisiana. Maybe you haven't heard of that yet. Hopefully you have. If you haven't, take this opportunity to really understand what that means for your garden and get some protection in place. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do all of that today. But I first want you to understand why this is such a big deal. There's four reasons. And when you think about it, I want you to think in levels, okay? So if you think that frost would be the first level of a freeze situation, it's on the outside of the plant, it's harmless to most cool season vegetables, it really perks the vegetables up afterwards and gets them sort of on a growth spurt, it also makes their fruit taste better. So a broccoli is always going to be sweeter after the first frost. Same thing for most of your fruit on your citrus trees. So a frost is definitely not a concern in the winter garden. Frost are more concerns in the spring. But that's like level one of a weather situation inside of the garden. So if we continue building and we're working up on our levels, the second level would be a light freeze. This freeze is one that's going to occur right at daylight for a couple of hours, somewhere between 27 and 32 degrees. This is a light freeze, maybe accompanied by a frost, maybe not. Either way, not something of concern. We don't even really worry about that because it takes about an hour or so at 27 degrees for your plants to start feeling the effects of the internal dangers and the internal effects of this temperature drop. So most of the time, it's still harmless. At 32 degrees, we don't bat an eye. That's because it has to get down to 27 for the internal temperature of your plants to begin reaching dangerous territory. So that would be a light freeze, something that happens right at daybreak, about 27, 28 degrees, or up to 32 degrees. Really still not something to be concerned with. But when you get below 27 degrees, you're getting into hard freeze territory. 
And the reason this is so dangerous, it's because at 27 degrees, the internal structure and tissue of your plant is going to start breaking down. That's because the plant will become dehydrated and all of that moisture will become drawn out of the plant towards the ice crystals that are forming on the outside of the plant. Now, to not be so scientific, I just want you to understand that 27 is your magic number, okay? This freeze would be like another level because it adds in extra elements. So it's not the frost we're worried about. It's not the daybreak drop in temperature this time. What we're dealing with is a long, cold duration event that's going to last several, several days. And I want you to understand why that is such a big deal. Let's dig into that. And I'm hoping that after today, you really see the difference and why you will see a lot of gardeners not bat an eye at 30 degrees. And you may have in the past thought to yourself, oh my goodness, what do I need to do? And when you see everybody else not even covering, but you get five degrees below that and the whole world is stopping. We're going to dig into that today and hopefully you will be more educated and also have some direction for how you can protect your garden. We have four reasons why this freeze event is such a big deal. We're going to dig into them now. Okay, reason number one that this freeze event is such a big deal is going to be the temperature, obviously. Anything below 27 degrees, which we've talked about already, is going to cause concern. We are talking about temperature in the teens here for hours and hours. This is a major, major event. Remember, at 27 degrees, the internal structure of the plant starts to break down because it's dehydrating the plant and freezing that internal structure of the plant. So at 27 degrees, we need to cover. At 15 degrees, the cover's just not going to be enough. We have to take bigger precautions. But that's not the only issue. Issue number two is the fluctuation that we're going to see. So a drop to 25 degrees, like we said, at daybreak is not necessarily going to kill your entire garden. It's this repeated freeze thaw, freeze cycle that's going to cause all the problems. The freezing holds all the moisture inside, but as the ice crystals form on the leaves, that moisture starts to pull to those crystals. Then when the thaw comes, the plants start absorbing the water again, constantly making them freeze and making that freeze more likely inside of the plant and then thawing again and then freezing again. This is where we run into trouble. You see a lot of times gardeners in the north will garden all year long under hoop houses, right? They never have issues, even if it's in the teens. Why is that? It's because it never thaws. So keep that in mind. Anytime you see it come up above freezing, go back below freezing, come up above freezing, that is going to be trouble. Now, for a couple of days in this freeze that's upcoming for Christmas, we are not going to see it come above freezing. That's not a bad thing. We need to be watching for when it does come up above freezing, and we want our plants to be protected for that. That leads me to the third thing. This is going to last several days, okay? This is not a one and done. Duration is always going to make things more complicated. It's that prolonged exposure 
to the freezing and thawing cycle and freezing temperature in general that makes things dangerous for our plants. At some point, the plant weakens to a point that it just cannot keep up and the water will freeze inside of the plant. So the duration is also a reason that we're concerned this time around. And finally, number four, we're concerned about this wind. This is being predicted as a 20 to 25 mile an hour sustained wind. That's a lot. We must cover, but we must cover very well because this is going to be an issue of if our cover is blown off, we are going to be in big, big trouble. So the wind is the fourth reason that this is such a big event. So the temperature is going to be low. It's going to come into freeze and thaw cycles. This is going to last several days and it's going to have high winds. Do you want some good news? Okay, I have some for you. This is not all bad news. I want you to remember a couple of things. First, these plants are cold hardy. Think about the leaves on your plants that you have growing in your garden right now. The thicker and tougher the leaf, the better the chance these plants have. That's because these plants are going to be equipped for cold temperatures. You can look at their leaves and see what temperature hardiness they are going to like. So with that being said, your lettuce and your mustard that has very thin leaves, those guys are going to be the first to go. But your Brussels sprouts, your cabbage, your collard greens and kale, those guys have some really thick leaves and have lots of defenses in place. So for some plants, this is not necessarily a death certificate. Kale, cabbage, collards, chard, carrots, garlic, onions, strawberries, asparagus, turnips, Brussels sprouts, radishes, they're going to be just fine with proper protection. But the problem children here are going to be anything with a head, your cauliflower, your broccoli, and anything with that thin leaf like your lettuce and mustard. So what's the plan? What do we do? I'm going to tell you about that in just a second. struggling to find that last minute Christmas gift for the wild child on your list? Give the gift of a garden when you give the gift of the Wild Child Kitchen Garden Academy. Give the gift now and you will receive a garden journal that you can download and print and give as part of this gift. You will also receive a certificate that will allow you to give instructions to your gift recipient on what they should do after receiving the gift of a lifetime. Now, why is this a gift of a lifetime? Because it is a gift that is going to give and give and give over and over and over. When you give the gift of a garden, you give a gift that keeps on giving. And as an added bonus, when you give the gift of the Academy before Christmas, I'm going to give you my bonus wild child freeze plan. This is the plan we are using inside of the Garden Club, and it is a daily step-by-step -step plan instructing you exactly what to do from the beginning of this freeze all the way till the end. If you need a freeze plan and you need a gift, this is the one for you. Act now, though, because this deal will end on Christmas Day. Give the gift of the garden and give a gift that lasts a lifetime. You can get all the details at www.releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash academy. All right, so how do you protect your garden from this freeze event? Well, first of all, you have no choice. You must cover. 
Covering is going to be your biggest piece of this puzzle because it's going to allow the heat to generate underneath those covers and get that temperature up several degrees. This is going to be very, very important. My recommendation is that you use thick fabric that is weather resistant. If we have some rain coming through or again, that wind is going to be an issue, you want to make sure your fabric is thick and you want to make sure that it's secured tightly to your beds. Any heat that can get out or any cold that can get in is going to present a problem for you this, this go around. You also want to make sure you have watered well. If you haven't gotten any rain, you need to water today. That is going to help you generate that heat in the soil. It's also going to provide the plants with a lot of water inside of them, which will make it more difficult for them to freeze on the inside. If you have not mulched yet, number one, shame on you. And number two, it's okay. You have really been able to get away with it, but you're not going to be able to get away with it any longer. Go ahead and get that mulch down. Hay, straw, leaves, whatever you want to put down, mulch really, really well. That will help more than you know. And finally, resist the urge to feed. Don't feed right now because you don't want your plants to be focusing on anything but survival. Finally, get yourself an outdoor thermometer that has a way for you to read it indoors. You will be shocked at the temperature difference from the forecast to your garden. Gardens have their own microclimate and you need to know yours. When you know what you've got to work with, you can do a much better job of protecting your plants and protecting your garden as a whole. Get an outdoor thermometer, place it out there, and compare it to what the weather app is saying. You might be surprised. You could be way, way lower or much higher than what is forecasted for your area. The thermometer is a great first step to getting to know your garden. And as I say over and over again, you getting to know your garden is a game changer because the more you know it, the more you can help it grow. I'm so happy that you joined today. I hope that this has been helpful for you, and I hope that your garden comes out of this freeze thriving and happy and continuing to bear fruit for you all the way through the winter. We're just getting started in this cold season, so get your freeze supplies and your plan in place now. Merry Christmas, and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.